When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Winnie, what's going on? Patty, how you doing, man? I'm good. How you doing? Not too shabby. Hell yeah, hell yeah. How's uh how's the quarantine going? What do you what have you been up to? Um it's, it's all right. I've uh it's pretty boring to be honest, but I'm trying to make the most of it. I mean, doing some exercise in my basement's not too fun for sure. Oh yeah, have you have you had any access to weights, or have you just been have you just been killing no, my body? No, I don't weight? even have any dumbbells. I have some uh, resistance bands, but it's been all body weight, man. I got a I got a training bike though. Is that is that the uh, is that the fan bike? No, I do not have that. I have a fan bike. It's some like it's some spin bike. I don't know what company though. Dude, what is your what's your move when like the gyms are supposed to open in July? Are you gonna go to like group workouts? I don't know. I don't know at all. I did you see uh, Foxworth Sports Center supposed to open up July sixth? Yeah, that's why I was thinking. Like, do I even go there? Is it too much of a risk to like go well, to? Well, and there's definitely gonna. It's not gonna. There's definitely gonna be regulations to everything for sure, and like limited amount of people. I would imagine. Yeah, like, they can go. I, I have no idea, and no one's really reached out to me about anything. Yes, yeah, so so I still have no idea what's gonna happen. Yeah, I've been debating like buying a fan bike, maybe even like a squat rack or something. But if the gym's gonna open, then I might I might just go to like the local gym just to like be around like less people. I don't know. It's kind of weird. Yeah, I mean, you know what you're doing. Yeah, I just I need weights or something. I can't do this the whole summer. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm oh. sick. I'm sick of it too. The body, it's like it's fun, but it's like. I don't know how it's going to translate completely when we go back to weights. Early. I know. Well, we were rollerblading in Orno, and we <laughs> were feeling the leg burn. Dude, we killed it. I, I had some late-night rollerblade sessions, though. I know. I, I was kind of <laughs> jealous. My rollerblades are so bad. Like, one of the wheels is just deteriorated, so I can't even put any weight on, like, one of my foot. It's brutal. One of my feet. Yeah, I don't, I don't know when the rinks are, are rinks opening, too. Like, is there a phase that they're opening or like i don't, I, don't I honestly don't know i don't watch the news or anything too much we might suck we might suck at hockey when we get back that's <laughs> <I hope not>. <laughs> <laughs> that could be a thing like i hope that, i hope everyone's in the same boat as us <laughs> I, I know most people well, there's definitely some people that just have like access to the ring like neil was skating recently like sneaky i heard some people have been skating yeah. dinger skating dinger is yes i've been talking to dingy in long island um yeah what the hell dude yeah Speak- so he's been on the ice a couple times speaking of the uh your old coach just got that job huh i know yeah, i was hyped for him so brett riley we'll uh we'll get into that a little when we tell your when we tell your story all right about um, the, your journey but on a positive note i have taken up fishing during this quarantine <laughs> i actually saw that you went with larry fun huh <laughs> you went with larry huh yeah, Larry goes fishing. <laughs> I was on the Instagram. I was cracking um, up. I didn't realize a, you had that. We caught a couple bass, but yeah, one day I was just sitting here and I didn't want to play video games anymore. And I'm just like, you know what? Let's try fishing. And uh, me and one of my buddies, uh, Bash Baby, we just went out one Bash day on the baby. pond, started fishing, and then we just bought a boat. So a little John boat, <laughs> aluminum boat. We take it out on the pond. It's a good time. That's actually unreal. Yeah, so I good. love that. Yeah, fuck yeah. But um, here we'll uh we'll kind of like get into your story, your journey, because uh, I think it's cool. And you started like um, well, where we can start like where did you where did you play growing up? Like what what level were you at? What teams were you playing on growing up and whatnot? Yeah, so like I think everyone. Like everyone else, you start off in town hockey when you're playing mites and stuff like that. So I was playing like Shrewsbury hockey. Um, and then I made my way to Worcester Crusaders, which really isn't a thing anymore. All the leagues have changed. 
but basically it was travel hockey or whatever. So I did that for a long time and it was pretty good. Um, and then I, I stayed local. I stayed in central mass. Um, I know where you are, it's probably more competitive. Um, but I, I ended up playing North star selects and I did a lot of competitive tournaments in the summer and played with some really good players. So I think that's definitely helped me, um, growing up. And then in high school, I played four years of Shrewsbury high school, which was division three high school on like the big bad marsh field, <laughs> division one. Um, so it's definitely different. I don't think most kids or any kids take that route. Yeah. I was going to, I was going to say that's like a, that's cool. Cause like a lot of kids will DM me about how, uh, like they're in high school at like certain levels where they need to transfer, blah, blah, blah. Like. And I feel like as a high school kid, like for me, I remember I was there for three years and I felt like I was kind of stuck. Like I see all these kids like at higher levels and they're getting college interests and I'm kind of like stuck at a public school. And and like you probably felt that too, I'd imagine you were like. Yeah, so I I was, I love playing Shrewsbury High. And then in the fall I would play against kids that are playing maybe Division One Mass High School or Prep starting around like junior year. Um, and I was, I thought I was, could hang and was playing really well. And you see these guys getting commits and you're like, well, I'm, I'm playing pretty good. And you know, like what's happening here. And, um, you felt stuck. That's definitely the right word. Um, and then I just, I just did my four years and my junior year, I started trying to look into more high competitive stuff throughout the summer. I also played baseball, so I did a lot of baseball in the summer my throughout high school. Um, but once I started getting my junior and senior year, I started to try more hockey. And that's how we mentioned Brett Riley. At, um, he got the job at the Long Island School. I There's this team, Boston Generals, he was running that I found out from one of my friends, um, Miles Gendron. He's from Shrewsbury. He's played at UConn. And so I messaged Brett, and he – just posted these tournaments for me to go to when I showed up uh, and I just played there and I ended up going to Albany Academy after my senior year where he coached. Um, was uh, um, you- Yeah. And, and basically that he kind of guided me to uh, where I am today. So prior, prior to going to Albany, you met Jay, right? Yeah. So yeah, I yeah, graduated yeah. my senior year. I graduated and I wasn't going to play uh, summer ball, I was going to be like, all right, this is going to be the first summer I focus on hockey and do everything hockey. So I went yeah. to all these clinics and stuff like that that people recommended. And then around by Labor Day, we were playing in uh, Foxborough and some uh, – It was the Labor Day class? I think, it, like yeah, that. some, some tournament down there. The fall class and or something, I don't know. I played really well, and Jay Leach was there, and he's friends with the Rileys, and – uh, he talked to me after that, and it was kind of he, – he was awesome. How, yeah, talk about your experience with Jay. Did he – Did he? do you have any funny stories of how he was recruiting you or – I just like – I after the game, I – they just called me out of the locker room, and it's, it's him, and he's in the main thing. But he doesn't really introduce himself or, like, say he's the He's, coach. like, top secret. Yeah, and he's like, hey, that was, that was a great game, and uh, he's going on – asking me like what I did. He's like, you play baseball. I said, yeah. He's like, all right, you're an athlete. He's like, I like that. <laughs> and he's like, we're going to get you up there soon. And I'm like, okay. So I didn't, get you I, didn't really, I didn't really think of anything of it. I got yeah. out of the rink. I'm like, yeah, Maine it was main coach talked to me. I'm like, that was pretty cool. And then the next day or two, uh, coach Riley called me. He's like, yeah, mate, when do you want to go up to Maine? They want you to visit. And I was like, Oh, all right. And, uh, my dad, knowing him, he doesn't want to drive or anything. He's like, I don't know if this is worth it. Like, like That's we're unreal. going all the way up there. Like, what's going to happen? I'm like, well, let's just go and see. And uh, it was great. So you know, um, that was kind of the one one deal. That that's actually when I was introduced to who you were. So like, I was playing in that tournament as well, and uh, I remember Jay came up to me and I would always have these like funny conversations because he couldn't hear like anything I said and he'd, he'd be kind of just rambling on. I remember him telling me, he's like, I just found some kid 
Shrewsbury, Shrewsbury High School. He's he's got it. He's got he's got that thing that you you can't teach. He does that. <laughs> yeah. Like oh yeah yeah yeah. He love he loves that line. The the thing you can't teach. You know he drives. Yeah, my dad loved loved Lee Chi and he's the best. That's he was the best and. I, I had a little interest after Maine uh, offered me, but they wanted me to make a decision quickly. And they were, yeah. the, they were the first – them and another school were looking at me like neck and neck for the first time. Like they, they both, both found me kind of around the same time, and uh, it was between those two. And uh, Was uh, going into – or like when you were at Shrewsbury or like going into Albany, did you – were you losing hope at all that you would go D1? Or did you stay confident? Uh, Brett was honest with me, Coach Riley. He was like, yeah, w when I visited Albany, he's like, we can yeah. get you into a D3 school and hopefully like a NESCAC. And I was like, great. Like, I'm not – I'm a smart guy, but I'm not a NESCAC smart. Yeah. Um, so I was like, any chance my athletics could help me get into a better academic school, I'm all for it. And yeah. I just worked to get better that summer and, and wanted to keep going and – and then after that summer, after my senior year after Shrewsbury, I worked really hard and my game just translated a lot better. It got a lot better. So um, that was the jump I needed. Yeah, I think I think that's cool because, I mean, you did four years at a public school, which you don't really see too often if someone's going to go and play D1. Like, uh, like even myself, like I transferred out prior to that. And like I remember panicking that like if I didn't get out of there I wouldn't get in. And I'm sure a lot of kids have that similar mindset. But you're a guy who stayed the four years. I, there's been a couple others, but then like after your four years of high school, you then got recognized, and that's like a classic. Like just keep pushing, and it will come. So I think that's cool. I that's I also think I had the right people in my corner to help me, and I can't thank them enough. Um, so you 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 got to have the right people helping you, and the people that or in your corner have to want to help you. Um, so I think yeah. that's also a huge piece. Definitely. And it, and then if you're, I mean, if you're good enough, the, they'll notice you wherever you are. And I think that's exactly. I agree too. with that. hundred percent. Yeah. So then uh, going into Albany, how was your experience as a prep school guy? Did you fit in? Did, were you against it or did, how'd it go? Uh, I, I liked it. Uh, it wasn't a boarding school, so I billeted oh, with one of the guys on the team, and it was that was a great experience living with him, and he's one of my best buddies still today. That's um, so but the school was definitely different because it was K through 12. Really, so you had yes. little kindergartners running around, yes. So <laughs> I was a PG, and we oh, had this class where you went into like this, I would think I did like second grade and I was like a teacher's aide or something like that. And I helped out like teaching the kids and stuff like that. Jesus, dude. <laughs> you got, did you have your mustache at that time? Just ripping the no, stash? No, <laughs> you, you had to be clean shaven and you had to have short hair. Dude, I remember, yeah, I had that same shit. I tried and I wanted to so badly grow a beard during that time too. And they just, yeah, and shave, they, they let me grow a mustache in November. Um, oh, yeah. and that was when I had it. So it was funny then, but That's yeah, you had to be clean shaven shirt and tie. Uh, I like, I didn't mind it at all. Uh, there was a gr a lot of great people up there too. I met a lot of good people and that worked there and I went to school with that are great kids. So That's I liked it. Uh, but as far as hockey wise, I was surprised by the jump from Shrewsbury to prep. Like I thought I'd be, I had to adjust. Yeah, and that's where I think, looking back, I had to kind of do catch up after Shrewsbury. Like I was trying to catch up each level, and now yeah. by like my sophomore year of college, I was finally getting the hang of it. Um, so I think that's one piece where I was like, okay, I gotta get used to the pace and stuff like that. And where sometimes you lose your confidence, but if you just stick, if you trust yourself and keep working at it, you're eventually gonna get there, get where you want to be. Yeah, um, I think that's key. Yeah. Dude, call me crazy, but like I felt the jump from like public school hockey to prep school was more like harder and more than the jump to college. For so whatever from reason. High school to prep? Yeah. Like it was more yeah, extreme. I, I I don't know what it was. It was different though, for sure. 100%. I think, I think it's the age rack. Like 
because there's like uh like high school hockey so much younger to yeah you to might prep. be right and then and obviously there's better players but yeah I, yeah i was i was definitely had an adjusting period there um but college for me i uh you had a great freshman year um i was put in a scenario where i did one year junior so yeah. if i maybe had two year junior it could have been all right but i was also thrown into a situation where i had to keep working at it and i also feel like my mind was going a, a thousand miles an hour every time i stepped on the ice because i just had so much to deal with when i came in my freshman year because it wasn't what i was expecting the, um, the, uh... but it, it, it made me like it made me who i am today though like yeah. Do you, you do you, you want need some to? adversity to to make yourself a better person? Uh, you know, I wasn't supposed to play at all my freshman year. Um, yeah. I found out they had plans to just redshirt me and not play. Um, and that I so I just that was a bu- a bummer, honestly. Um, but I just kept working at it and practice, and like I said, have people getting my back and supporting me. Um, and just came to work every day. And, and by Thanksgiving, I ended up playing, which is not what I expected at all. But uh, I'm so thankful that it happened. And uh, a lot of work paid off during that. So I didn't end up redshirting my freshman year. I played, which is what I wanted from the start. Um, which is unreal. So I'm really happy about that. Which is, it's, yeah, it was, it was really, it was really relieving. So Yeah, yeah I remember the story of you, like when, like Gite said that, yeah, that was their plan, and you were just like, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, they pulled me. Each of them like talked to me, and I was like, I didn't. I I get that what they were trying to do, but I was just like, I didn't come here to do this. And they respected that. They respected yeah. that I said that. Like, I'm sure you didn't. And yeah. I'm like, I don't want to do this. Like, I came here to play, and uh, yeah. That's so I'm like, I'm gonna play, and I just try to force you- their hand. And, and then that, you ended and up that's playing. What coaches want. They want you to force their hand. Yeah. Uh, so. Man, dude, a lot of I'm, a lot of people probably could have caved and just had like a, because that's not a fun time. It's and not. It's really not. Like I, and people I remember that have seeing, gone through that. Know that. Um, yeah. Even if you're a transfer, just sitting out one year stinks. You talk For to a sure. guy like Sam Reniker, like. He, he he had a great year this year, but I mean, if you talk to him, it's like, yeah, not playing games is not fun, you know. So. And anyone that also struggles getting in the lineup, it's 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 awful. And going through that experience, you feel for guys like that, and and you're all in it together. So, yeah, I think that uh, it's cool that like for people listening, like that uh, you went from four years prep school, they potentially were going to redshirt you, like you did a year of juniors, and then a couple years later, you end up being the captain of the team. Yeah, it's crazy. So, it's a wild story. Yeah, you just kind of ignored what what people were saying and what they were I, even uh, saying. I didn't really care. I I just went out there and wanted to just compete, and I just I just drive, like, do something every day, or or just every time you go out there, you want to do your best. And then, as far as like being a teammate, like like I I don't really have many friends outside of the hockey team at Maine. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> so many guys on the team. And I'm just like, I'll be friends with these guys. And, you know, you create bonds. And 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 uh, we had a great team last year. And everyone got along and um, created friendships that are a lifetime, man. Like, you know that. And uh, that's kind of what leads you to becoming a leader when guys started believing in you. And it's pretty cool when um, guys look up to you and stuff like that. It's definitely cool. But I, th- I think I just wanted to say that because i thought that said a lot about you the way that you handled that and then end up having success yeah, anyways so i thought that was cool but uh i do remember when we first met at maine um i don't think i don't think you knew what to think of me uh but uh i i think one of the first interactions i can remember is the the cheese puffs yes i i won't ever forget that <laughs> so i'll tell the story i'm at albany academy and uh, this is we're playing fall hockey, so a bunch of us are on different teams, and my buddy is going. <laughs> he's playing in a like weekend like showcase. I don't know what it was, but he comes back. 
And he's like, hey, this kid Pat Shea is committed to Maine and is playing against him. And this guy is nuts. <laughs> like, he wanted to fight everyone on the ice. And I was kind of messing with him. And I, I'm like, oh, I'm Jack Quinlivan. I'm going to Maine, too. And like, this kid was getting so mad. And when Pat gets kicked out and – I don't know. I don't know what happened, but and then all I heard is like a couple kids were like, "Man, that kid's insane!" Like he, he he's gonna he goes out there and tries to you know kill people, and I'm like, "Oh shoot!" <laughs> I had that. Good. I had that reputation. Yeah, you can explain that to yourself. And and from my experience with you, you you're not like that at all. No, I, I you're no, not I'm like not. that at all. So. Uh, just to clarify that, but that yeah. that was my image on my head. I'm like, this kid's a psycho. I'm gonna I'm gonna get killed when I get up. And then the and then you put something in the group chat about like we were having a party and someone said like someone bring cheese puffs and you asked like what kind and I'm just like just get the fucking cheese. Puffs. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what the fresh. He's like getting some stuff and they're like bring yeah. some cheese puffs and I'm like what kind? It was like crunchy or puffy. <laughs> I don't know, like Cheetos. Jeez. And you're like, just get that fucking cheese puffs set up. And I was like, oh no, <laughs> these guys hate me. I didn't Dude. know you at all. Like, yeah. these guys could kill me. And I didn't realize you, like, heard that reputation about me, too. So, like, obviously, I was just joking. But it's you. <laughs> well, I'm from Mass. So, like, yeah, that's what that, no one else really knew about you. And obviously, yeah. like, word spreads. And, like, I knew you had that rep. And I was like, oh no. <laughs> Yeah, no, to explain that reputation, I just went through a quick phase where uh I guess you could call it like teenage years where it was like, I, I had I had it too. I Yeah, you just like testosterone's built up and you kinda exactly. like I got thrown out of a few games or whatever, so I guess I had a It's rep- it, it happens. Yeah. It's classic. It's the fun that's the fun times about yeah. like, those days. Mm-hmm. That's funny shit. But uh what was I gonna say? How's uh about main oh do you want to talk about like uh your recruiting like the recruiting trip itself like did did you have one there wasn't really much to it um <laughs> Leachy took me around campus and was showing me um we did took he- through campus and then uh i talked to red and um they they just offered me a offered me a deal so which was out of nowhere because I was on my way up there and coach Riley was like, yeah, don't really expect an offer, but just take it all in and, and see what they think. And, and I get into the office and they're like, all right, well, we want you. And that was that. I'm like, well, <laughs> we get in the car. My dad, I'm like, dad, they offered me a deal. Did your dad wanted you, didn't you, uh, was it West point that you had? An other yeah, it was, that was the other school it was West yeah. point. And That's right. I was really like gracious of them. Cause they were also the first ones to look at me too. Uh, and it was honestly a really tough decision. That school was amazing. It was amazing. Cool. It like is that. an incredible place there. Uh, and I, I was just, I was just so nervous. I was, I was think 19 at the time. And I was just, I wasn't, if I wasn't fully committed into doing that lifestyle mm. and I just couldn't do it. Although, they were awesome to me and they treated me really well on the trip. And, um, and I, I watched hockey East my whole life growing up yeah, on Friday dream, nights, right? Saturday nights on Nesson. You know how it is on Nesson. Yeah. And I like, admired it. And my neighbors, a lot of my neighbors played college hockey for BC and UMass. And I grew up watching them play. And I was, I was just mesmerized by hockey East Nesson. And I didn't want to pass that up. It, it, it's like uh, I've explained this before, but like you kind of grow up like you're playing whether it's like mini sticks or in the driveway, and you're literally like pretending that you're the the guys playing in hockey East when you're, you're a literally kid, right? pretending you're like yeah. the kids you know that are older that play yeah. hockey. And I was I would always do that in my driveway. Yeah, and, and then like that's like the classic, and then you like make it a reality. And how was that for from that standpoint when you actually got to play college hockey? Did you have or when did you have that realization? Like holy shit. I'm playing. Yeah, I I think I think after my fr- my first game was in Ireland. By the way, for people that <laughs> don't know that, which is awesome. That was uh, a good spot. Yeah, it was a great spot. It was a great time. Um, Belfast, and I think after that, when people started 
back home from Shrewsbury started tweeting and there was like picture of me on Nassan and I was like, Oh, like this is nuts, you know? Because I you're so invested in the daily grind of of hockey and practice and just focusing on that. And I never had really played until then. So I didn't yeah. I didn't really soak it all in because I wanted to play so bad. And I didn't really care about anything else. And after that I was like, wow, this is this is something really special. What was your favorite team growing up? Or like the did you go to college? Yeah. Did you go to any games more? I never I went to maybe one UMass Amherst game when I was a kid. Yeah. Uh, but I didn't root for them. I was I was kind of all over the map. I didn't really like BC. Uh, I didn't care for BU, but I would I rooted for them a little bit over BC. Uh, and I thought North Dakota was sick. Like oh, when they man. would come into when they would come into Worcester, I would oh I would always go to the regionals in Worcester in the NCAs. Oh shit! That's yeah, when yeah. I would go. And North Dakota, like the Fighting Sioux, I thought was the yeah, coolest yeah. thing of all time. And I remember watching on the big screen in the Jumbotron at the DCU Center. And it was Hobie Baker finalists, and they was going through them. And one of them was TJ Oshie. Yeah. And he, his highlights were like, he was just murdering people. And then he was making the sickest goals. And I'm like, this team is sick. That like, year was actually like very memorable. I, yeah. I know, like him like Miami, Taves. Ohio was really good that year. Uh, I don't, but like, I just remember that. And I love that. And then my neighbor um, played at Notre Dame. And yeah. they had the gold helmets, and I was always a huge Notre Dame football fan growing up. Oh yeah, because my my the Quinlevins all were. Uh, so I rooted for them a little bit, but I didn't have like one diehard team. Yeah, yeah. But so, I would say North Dakota was. I love North Dakota because of the jerseys. I thought they were sick jerseys. Yeah, like they green. were sick, and their logo was so yeah. cool. And I thought the Fighting Sioux was like the coolest, the coolest like nickname. Yeah, did you remember uh, that year? Oshie, Taves, and Duncan was the line, and Duncan got the Hobie Baker. Really? Yeah. So like, I don't remember he, that. He had that. He he had like a few more points than Oshie and Taves. Like Oshie and Taves were freshmen, I think. Yeah. So this guy, like, I think his name's Tim Duncan. I mean, he's probably nasty, but like, he's not. <laughs> he's not their level, you know. Yeah, but he always said. <laughs> It's like, hey, I won the Hobie over yeah. these. Which is hilarious. <laughs> like, they go on and just, they're NHL stars, and he just yeah. ripped the Hobie. And <laughs> took I, I followed Oshi. After that, I followed this guy because I want to see if he would make it. Same. And he did. He's really good, obviously. I, I thought it was sick because he was obviously, like, scoring goals, but he would, when anyone would come to hit him, he would just bury them. Bury the, them. The counter bury. hit. It was it was unbelievable. That was like a huge inspiration. That counter. Yeah, hit. It I was wanted. So <laughs> I'm like, I've never seen anyone play like this. Yeah, it was like, dude, freaking like Char will come to hit him now, and he just pops. Yeah, him. yeah, I think that's sick. He's a big boy. I also thought the BC teams when I were growing up were sick though. Like, I would not. Uh, I wasn't a fan, but I would always admit like they were nasty. Like you, you mm-hmm. go see Goudreau, and he's just lighting it up. And oh, he killed it. Like those teams were stacked. For uh, actually, I was saying you grew up watching the like in the uh, regionals. I was gonna say it was too bad we probably would have played there this year, like in the regionals. Which I know. Cool. Well, everyone was like, "Oh, it'd be unreal if you played in Worcester." And uh, I don't know if we would have. I I know like we could have played in Pennsylvania. Yeah, I don't, I don't know where they were gonna be, but I think we were gonna play. If we played in Worcester. That would have. Oh my gosh, man. That would have been full. That would have been legit full circle. I was gonna say because, like, for me, I I always had the realization at like BC because I used to go to those games a lot. Yeah, like it would have been cool if you played at Worcester and had that. No, so yeah, you know how it is. My dad probably or like my whole family would have probably got like a box or something like that because all my dad, my dad and all his buddies always go each year to the Worcester Regional. Um, so, and they go no matter what, but the play in front of them would have been really cool. What, uh, which do, which team, uh, in the three years, did you think, do you think this past year was our best team or do you yeah. think, you think I yeah, I, for like, you, uh, I think we were like the best as a team, but we, it wasn't like our most skilled team. Yeah. I, I agree with that. 
I agree with that. We had some. We have. We've had some really good players in the past. Uh, our shop, my sophomore, so your junior year, we had a lot of talent for sure. Yeah, but we kind of choked. <laughs> yeah, we didn't I, do that well. I don't know what it was. We, I think we might have put it together a little too late. Yeah, it could have been. Well, we kind of dominated in, in the playoffs, like in lost. We so did, and it just didn't go our way. And yeah. that's like that's just hockey, uh, which stunk. But we, I thought we also had something special in that team too. I really did. Uh, I thought this year was cool. I think it was. I've never been a part of a team that like was so. Uh, just, like everyone kind of got along. It was. Like, it was. Yeah. It was kind of cool. You had right? that vibe that everyone was all in it together. Yeah. Uh, like, we were just chat like like if we had a party, you could like go into anyone on the team and just chat with them, and it was just like you had like we everyone had a relationship with everyone. I thought it was cool. Yeah, I thought it was like that too. And yeah. I thought it was so cool. And I would just look around the locker room and you see like different guys always talking to different guys. And I'm like, this is not really usually how it works. Or yeah. like it ha- it hasn't been exactly mm-hmm. like that. Uh, well, we've had rare. some closed teams, but this is, this is rare. Yeah, yeah, and I think it was a credit to you and all the seniors that kind of took everyone under their wings. Um so yeah, you guys definitely made that happen for sure. Well, and I, I, was, I hope I hope it continues. I just hope it continues. So yeah, I was gonna give you credit. Obviously, you're being one of the captains. I think like our our team stressed uh, with you know Doctor Walter or Wallace, whatever whatever you'd like to call him, stressing that culture. But I think the like it starts with like the way like the leaders treat each each other or like the team, and I thought that was cool. We, well, you've always you always said that like you would always talk to anyone, um, no matter where they were at on the team, and all all your class. You didn't really care what position or or what line they were on at all, um, or yeah, what they did off the ice. You I guys think it'd be really stupid care. too. Yeah, yeah. I try to just get along with everyone. I I don't exactly. care how good anyone is at hockey or like if if they're going out or not. I just on this call. <laughs> Who's, who's, who's calling you, bro? <laughs> My grandparents. <laughs> I don't know Shit. what they want. I told them I would mow their lawn around like uh, after two. But okay. then he called me and said, no, like the grass is wet. Now he called me again, but I'll call him later. <laughs> is this uh, is this your mom's parents? My mom's my mom's dad, yeah. So this, I mow his lawn. This is the starter of like the meatballs? Or is this... Yeah, my mom's mom is the is the the queen. The queen the of meatballs. Yes, <laughs> that's unreal. For those who don't know, Quinny is a uh, a diehard uh, spaghetti and meatballs guy, but more more than just that, right? It's sausage. Yeah, well, any any. I'm half Italian, so my mom's side's Italian. So any Italian cooking, I'm all for it. But mm-hmm. I don't eat like I'll only eat their chicken parm. Really, I don't eat chicken parm at any other restaurants like because it's set very a standard it, exactly it set the bar so high that's tough uh, so yeah yeah so then, like when we're having our tea and meals and we're eating chicken parm you're just like fucking this is disgusting <laughs> <laughs> just giving it to the people next year confidence when we go that was really good i'll eat that i yeah. gotta give them credit at uh federal hill i think is that what it is like, yeah right, ain't, ain't too bad but sometimes yeah, in the event, I'm like, I don't. This isn't. This isn't Italian food. Like, yeah. I, don't, I don't eat this. <laughs> Dude, Dinger says that same shit because he's like, he's from Long Island, which obviously has there's a lot of Italians down there yeah. with some good Italian food. So he he gets pissed whenever we go and eat chicken parm. He's like, this is fake chicken parm. <laughs> like, all right. <laughs> yeah, these some people know they get it. Yeah. No Olive Garden? Are you an Olive Garden fan? I've never been to Olive Garden in my life. Never, because it's just like it's fake. It's not. Yeah. It's not real. I, I got you. Yeah. All right, we got. I put some uh, a Q and A for you out, so we have a few questions. I'll run through those if you're good with that. Yeah, well, let's do it. All right. One uh, person asked, "Do you party in D1 hockey?" This is from Ronan Twenty Six Keenan. Uh, yes. All right. I'm doing a podcast with Pat right now. Shay. Sorry, say hello. It's okay. 
I'm, I'll go after this. Yeah, I'm sure he did. <laughs> All right, so do we party at D1 Hockey? Um, there's partying at college, yes. We, we don't party like the other kids party. <laughs> oh, no, absolutely not. Uh, hockey, school and hockey come first. Yeah. Uh, I was, I typically I've said before it's like a it's like a once a week after we do what we have to do on the weekend and we if we win yeah. on Saturday we'll have a party after. I like the I only party when there's like something to celebrate really. Yeah. If That's kind of my sad. Mind. Yeah, I'm yeah, with you yeah. there. Yeah. So uh I asked um this is Pichet 25. I asked uh Oh, what what kind of music do you listen to? Uh, so I'm old school. I'm more 80s, 90s. I like the Rolling Stones. I like Queen. I like Nirvana. I like Billy Joel. Uh, I have the Spotify playlist called the Q-Tape. If any of you have Spotify, is it public? check out the Q-Tape. It is public, yes. <laughs> I, um, I it think has that's all weird. my songs on it. So it is an electric, it is an electric, uh, playlist. Bob Seeger, really good. Night moves. Bruce Springsteen was one of my favorites. <sighs> Hell yeah. yeah I, I like Bruce. Bob Seeger. So yeah, all those guys, you'll find them all in there. It's really, I pride myself on this playlist. So Dude, I, I think that's hilarious how you, you pretty much don't listen to any new music. I don't listen to any any new music Which is the only music. time i'll listen to it is if i like somehow turn on the radio and catch a song and i'm like oh this is pretty good or or if i'm in the car with you yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll play some mike stud I, and you're like, i'm oh. very judgmental about your music yeah yeah you are <laughs> that's it when I, we've used to like i would drive you home from from maine to boston area and i would just give you the ox and let you roll with your q-tape yeah, you're like, hey, take the ox. I'm like, you're sharing? You're like, yeah, take it. I'm like, okay. I, I mean, I like that music. I think it's classic. Like, I, I enjoy it. And I know that you're judgmental of my my music. So I was like, yeah. I, I do you. like some rap, though. I like some uh, – Drake is pretty good. I like Drake. Yeah. I don't – but I honestly don't know much about any of these rappers. Or Yeah. Uh, you, you've, you've played Mike, Mike Stud, and I like him. Uh, but it's not like I'll listen to him on my own. Yeah, um, I feel that. But I, yeah, and then I also listen to country if I get old in my music. But yeah, but essentially, you and Coach Red have the same taste in music. No, <laughs> I don't know what he listens to, but yeah. <laughs> so I'm pretty sure I witnessed a conversation of you two in the gym discussing your <laughs> your favorite songs. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> he was listening to Van Morrison one day in his office. So I'm like, oh. Yeah, this is a good one. <laughs> he came to the gym one day. You were on the te- uh, the fucking ox, and he was like, who's listening to this? <laughs> he loved it. He heard it from upstairs. He was like, this is good. <laughs> this is great music. And then left. <laughs> That's great. Um, here from, we have Jay Sutton. He said, why did you choose Maine and not another school? So you could say, like, why did you choose Maine instead of, like, West Point, I guess? Is yeah, the, like is I said, option. those were my two options. And like I said, I wasn't really fully committed into the Army lifestyle. I wasn't fully ready to do that. And also, Hockey East was my dream go- growing up. And I didn't really want to pass up on that. So, Which makes sense, I'd say. Uh, Eric List said, "What was your favorite memory so far playing at playing hockey at Maine?" Uh, I really liked the weekend where we beat BC last year. The, uh, this just this, this past this year, past season, just this past okay. season. That was a fun one. That was really fun. I it was away at BC and we won both games at overtime. Yeah, and, and it was just. After like after the Saturday night game in the locker room and everyone was just going crazy, I'm like, this is awesome. Yeah, that one felt good. That was two overtimes. Yeah. Like, uh, you, both nights you were over. Modded one. <laughs> and you got after the apple on the other one. After just, my scene. You got the guy's stick. <laughs> yeah. That was yeah, What's that it? was fun. The penalty? He's got a grip tighter on that. Yeah. We I will run that clip quick and show me hitting the kid's stick and we can let the audience uh see it think 
decide if they think that was a penalty or not. I don't think it was. But I also the con- the Conti. I love playing at the Conti. It's fun. It they, is. They uh like they had hype. Obviously, they had a really good team this year. They had a very so good team. for us to go in and sweep them was huge, and I thought it said a lot for as like our second half of a team. Like we were killing it. So definitely but. set the tone, and and they were a very good team this year too. They definitely were. How much water do you drink a day, and do you shea hydrated? Absolutely, I shea hydrated, and I <laughs> during the season I'll get <clears throat> I'll get a big package of water, like thirty or twenty four or whatever, and yeah. then you know how we go through Powerades. We'll buy those big Powerades, uh, the zero sugar ones or something like they're that. Like, yeah, they're like eighty cents. Yeah, 80 cents a pop. So we 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 stock on those, and then. I'll come home from practice and make sure I get one of those big ones in me a day. And then I'll drink probably two waters with that, two or three. Hydration's um, huge. Yeah, it's huge. But I don't awesome. like to do it right before I go to bed. Then I have to keep you getting it. Just pee on that. Yeah, yeah. You got to yeah. time it right. Yeah. Absolutely. Exactly. Would you rather have post in top cheese or top cheese with no pipe? So would you rather like bar down or side post in or just put a top corner no pipe and that's from road 7e i don't know i think any of those sound great right? the goal's a goal i'll take i'll shoot i'll take it on the ice that nice of a goal in a while so. uh, which one's more satisfying i think the post in's kind of cool because it like goes like kind of zooms it's, it's kind of cool yeah it's super satisfying yeah if you go post in or like back bar it's like super satisfying. back bar is cool yeah. too yeah I'm with that. Um, <laughs> Rishi Misra, you might have to dig deep into the old days. Did you sneeze? Ooh. Bless you. Yeah. I couldn't. It actually cut out. I, I had to I hold it. I didn't oh, want to did let it out it? on okay. the air. So I held it. <laughs> oh, God. But uh, Rishi Mirsa, he said, what's your go-to pickup line? So, oh, so, man, he, uh, yeah, I got a lot of pickup lines. <laughs> so when you were you know, mingling back in the day with Jordan, what was your pickup line? <laughs> I, I I didn't really have one. She kind of came on to me. So, Ooh. yeah. Confident. She'll admit that too. <laughs> yeah. That's unreal. So, yeah, I'm not much of the uh, the go getter here. He's a he's he's a girlfriend guy. He's got a girlfriend. I am a girlfriend guy. Yeah. So you're asking the wrong guy. <laughs> well, right, I'm, got... a good, I'm good at giving advice to other people. That's true. Actually, I've I've witnessed that. You, you well, you're good at giving relationship advice. I am. Which which you learn from being in a relationship, I guess. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> That's unreal. We have two questions from Swayman here. The first one, chicken parm or meatballs? Ooh. You can't do that to me. <laughs> <laughs> That's a hard question. Come on, man. You can't do that. Uh, uh, <laughs> we'll be on here all day. I'll go... Uh, I'll go chicken parm. All right, all right, good. And then, how was your experience in ballet 101? It was like, awesome. Did you learn to dance? Can you do it? We tried. Uh, <laughs> it was me, Swayman, and Veli. We were all in a ballet class. <clears throat> we're learning beginner's ballet. Uh, and it was hilarious. Like, we would, we would, like, try it all, but we were also, like, kind of joking throughout most of it. Yeah, but the teacher loved us because we were athletes and You're we were passionate. trying. But the teacher would always watch me. She really? Loved, yes. Like at the very the first class, um, Sway wasn't in it yet, but I was in the valley, and we were kind of towards like where the teacher stood, and she was eyeing me down the whole class, like trying mm-hmm. to correct me. And I'm like, "Lady, I don't even know the steps here." Be honest. <laughs> Where did you wear yoga pants and you were sh- showing off your glutes? No, a bit? I don't wear little pants, but uh, you might have. She might have been checking out your. Also, Belly, unreal oh. ballet dancer. She, well, I can imagine that dude has powerful glutes. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. For absolutely, but, I can. But see me that. and Sway had some funny times. Like it was. It sounds like good times. I never got to take ballet. <laughs> You'd be good at Pat. I think I'd be a natural. Very explosive. <laughs> yes. You got you can do the jumps very well. Oh yeah, yeah. I'd be twirling. I'd be up there. We had some football players in. Oh, so Jesus. we would we would she we had a good amount of guys and she's like, All right guys, we're gonna do the jumps. And yeah. she would make these football players 
jumped the sky. Jesus. And they're like 240 pounds. So I'm like, oh my they God. They got some hearts. Yeah. They have hearts. That's yeah. fun. Um, all right, we'll go on to next question. Let me see. Oh, this is going. How do you do the flow? How do you how do you keep how do you keep this hair like that? Huge transformation going into my freshman year to my sophomore year. I had short hair and it was like just like hanging over my head in the front. And uh, I was like, you know, I want long hair. I don't really look good with short hair. Like, I think I can do better. So my fr- after my freshman year, I would play baseball in the summer and yeah. I try to grow up my hair. So every day I was wearing a baseball hat. And I would just try to keep slicking back my hair like under my hat and just wearing it like that until it kind of transformed where it would just stay. Yeah. And it just grew into, into itself. I also have some, some nice genetics. You, too that you, you have that nice flowing, uh, what do we call it? The lion's mane. Like you, you know, when you have the hair to do it, yeah. um, you should know. It's a natural. You, you don't, you're not the flow guy, Pat. No, I'm not a flow guy. <laughs> Thank, you. Thank you. Yeah, no, I'm definitely not. Do you do you have a specific shampoo you use to keep that? Head and shoulders. Okay. Conditioning and like the two-in-one? I don't do conditioning. I just do the shampoo, oh, head and shoulders. All right. Take notes, everyone. Yep. Favorite pregame song by Ashley Podick. She asked this. What is your favorite pregame song? I don't listen to music before games. What what was the I I I don't either. I feel that. But what was the uh song on the I'm trying to remember that day that remember we our like me, you, Ed and Belly um drove with the camera guy to the rink. What was the song you played in the oh, car? Oh it was Thunderstruck, I think. Was it? Was it? Was it I can't remember. It might have been. But it was electric. I remember that. Was it Hell's Bells? I think it was A C D C. It must yeah. But I remember that was hype. The that guy should have camped that. I know. He might have. It would have been a cool moment. I'll get a look through the files and see if I have it. Like It would have been dark, but the sound would be. Well, also, my little brother, we've been working out in the basement. He's playing Dropkick Murphys. And oh, shit. The State of Massachusetts is a pretty good song. I like, I'll give that one a shout out. That is a gem. If people want to look into that. I like the Dropkick Murphys. Yeah. Uh, let's see. We got one more. <clears throat> Actually, two more. So one is, uh, is there any specific stick specs that you use? And this question's from M Dangalo 25. Um, I just use the warrior with the, uh, the backstrom curve. That's all I got. And then like 80 flex, 75 flex, something like whip. that. Snap it up top. Yeah. We'll try to get a little whip yeah. going on it. And then, oh, we got a question from Tim's younger brother, Trev, Trevor Darley. He says, do you want to play pro? Yeah, I think I think anyone that plays at this level wants to give pro a shot. And you want to play – if you love hockey, you want to play it as long as you can. Yeah, absolutely. I So until, it, you know, you don't want to play anymore or – I don't know. So, yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, I'd say if you if you love hockey, roll roll with it as long as you can. And yes, shout out to Trev, Trevor Doherty. He's he's the man. Shout out, Trev. Tell Tim I said hi. Timmy, I gotta get Timmy on the pod, dude. That'd be fun because he's you know he's going to Penn State now. So yeah, chat that up. But uh, all right, that'll that'll wrap up uh, the Q and A and everything that we got uh, for for you on this pod today. So I like this is fun, man. Yeah, we'll have to have you on uh, again, just shooting the shit. Like now that you're introduced. Yeah, we'll now, now we'll, we'll see other reviews come out and yeah. if the people well, yeah. want more. But uh, no, I had fun. I was a little nervous. I'm like, God, I don't <laughs> what to expect. like I was I was doing these things for like main ice hockey. <laughs> yeah, want to put these videos? It's like, what are you doing during quarantine? Mm-hmm. And I had to like, re- retake mine because I was so nervous. <laughs> and I just showed them around my basement. So I was, I had my phone like this up to my face. I'm like, yeah, it's my basement. And then I had the camera like this, just showing around <laughs> my basement. Are you gonna be posted on the Black Bear Insta? It already was. Oh well, I didn't even. I don't even follow. I gotta go check that. That's hilarious. I might even put a clip of it. I was, I was freaking out. I had to retake it like nine thousand. That's times. so funny. Yeah, but that's different because it's more like serious and yeah. Like, yeah. Like, and also, once I started talking to you, I'm like, guy. 
like this is yeah, this is like just, old times. It's just me. <laughs> and we've talked about a lot of the stuff yeah. we've talked about like yeah. nine million times. Definitely. Yeah, this is fun. I'll uh actually let's quick give a um quick beef of the week to um yeah. to Ed to Ed for yeah, me. Yeah, Ed. What is with that guy? Because, dude, I don't know. I don't know if he doesn't want to do the pod anymore If because, like, he should just say that. But I've asked him, like, four times. He's like, yes, I want to do it. We filmed an episode three weeks ago. And we wanted it to be, a like, the best quality possible. So, like, he filmed one angle and I filmed mine. So I would, I would just have a split screen or, like, back and forth. Yeah. And he hasn't sent me it. It's been three weeks. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I will know. give him the – Matter of the time, doubter, I don't know what you how you call it. Benefit of the doubt, or benefit or, of the doubt. Yeah. Thank you, Pat. Yeah, um, that's graduate. <laughs> the time zone is, yeah, I haven't gotten there yet. The time <laughs> is way different, so absolutely. But I'm, I'm with you, and I said that, but, but he has he an obligation, one. but he, he has an obligation, one. yeah, he, and, uh, and, and, and yeah, I, he, I don't know, he signed a contract, <laughs> exactly. And I mean, the people like him, you know, and he, I mean, obviously, I like him, but. He's entertaining. Ed is entertaining. Yeah. 100%. And for now, I don't know what what the future holds with him in the podcast. So we'll have to see. I mean, he's he's welcome back anytime. I hope he comes back. Yeah. I wish he was on here. He'd probably grill me most of the time. But I know <laughs> it, it would be funny. I know. I we'll have to talk. I'll have to talk to him. But we'll see. Hopefully, this is a wake up call, and he sees like, oh shit. I, like there's an episode without me and he gets a little like yeah, FOMO. He gets a little jelly. Yeah. Maybe he sees me on. He's like, I don't like that. Yeah. <laughs> that could be it. He could be mad about it. Uh, or he's, he's mad he missed me on it. Yeah, yeah. For What's sure. That? that that wraps up Jack Quinlivan on the podcast. Uh he's going into his senior year at Maine and he will be the the team captain this year. So thanks for coming on, Jack. Thanks, Patty. Appreciate it. It was a good time. And hopefully I'll see you soon. Yeah, we should we should see each other.